The classic Shiloh and Hilchas Chala that every Rav will get at some point in his career is when the Hafrashas Chala dough inadvertently gets mixed back into the main dough. So the classic example would be a woman is baking challah for Shabbos. She made a dough. She did hafrashas challah. She made a bracha. She davened for uh, wonderful children, all the other tefillahs, and that dough is sitting on the counter. And unfortunately, that dough somehow gets mixed back into the main dough. So if you know where it is, a very simple solution is take out that piece that you know was the hafrashas challah dough. Maybe remove a little bit around it to make sure you got the entire ball and burn it and move on in life. However, what typically happens is you do not know where this challah is. You have a lot of dough. I don't know where it is. So what do I do, Rabbi? So the first place you would look is in classic Yeridea. Isn't this a classic Yeridea Shiloh? Do I have bittel? Do I have nullification of my challah dough? So imagine I had five pounds of dough and a small amount of hafrashas challah dough, isn't that enough to be called bittel? It's bottle in it, I don't know where it is. So that is the first topic that we have to think about. The Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shin Chav Gimel says that chalas chutz la'aretz, so outside of Eretz Yisrael, you're making a dough, and you separate challah from your dough, that challah only has a status of din derabanon, of chumam derabanon, shletishtakach tares challah, as we explained at length. Therefore, it's batal b'rayv. The same way we find other places on, on Dirabanon Halachas that it's batal b'rayv. As long as you have majority more than this amount, it's batal. For example, b'sholakom or kitneus. If you had some corn syrup fell into your, uh, your uh, soft drink or uh, you used the wrong oil for your kogel, if it's kitneus, it's batal b'rayv. B'sholakom is batal b'rayv according to most Rishayim. So too, chalas, chutz la'aretz, is batal b'rayv, and therefore, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you could bake your challah, enjoy it on Shabbos. It's batal b'rayv. You have more dough that's kosher against the hafrashas challah, truma dough, and therefore, there is no problem. That is the psak of the Shulchan Aruch. However, the Ramah argues, the Ramah says that we hold that it's like truma. It's truma midrabanon, and it depends. If it's min b'minoy, and I'm going to explain what this means, then you need 101 times that amount to make it batal. If it's min b'she'en aminoi, it's batal b'shishim. So what does this mean? So briefly, this is a topic that people spend many months on. We're learning this in, uh, in the smicha, in Yeridea. Min b'mina means it has the same taste, and min b'she'en amina means it does not have the same taste. That is the understanding of the shach. So in the world of bittal, when I have a drop of milk that fell into a chalant, so it's min b'she'en aminoi. So the halacha is, due to the concept of tam ke'ikr, since if I could taste the milk, it's as if I'm drinking the milk with meat, I have a problem. So therefore, I need to make sure there is no tam in this chalant before tasting it. One could theoretically have a non-Jew taste it. The Gemara discusses that to, to, to verify if it has milk or not. Lamaisa, what we do is, we are Mashiach, we just estimate that if it's 60 times the milk, we assume it's bottle by min b'she'ina minai. When it comes to min b'minai, you have, let's say, uh, kosher chicken and non-kosher chicken, assuming it has the same taste, and it gets mixed together. So, from a simple level, to say that this taste is bottle, it, it, never, it never added taste to my other chicken because it all tastes the same. 
Tom Ke'ikar doesn't apply here, and therefore most of the uh can hold, this is how it's brought, most of the Rishonim hold, that we pass like the Chachamim, Min B'minai, this battle, B'roiv, on a Deraisa level. What about Midr So, depending on how it's prepared, it could be you need Shishim, we'll leave it for a different time. Truma, the halacha is that Midr Truma needs 101 Kuf Aleph, times that amount when it's min b'minoi in order to be batos. So let's say you had a kernel of wheat that was truma wheat and it fell into 75 kernels of regular chulin. Halach is that entire mixture is now, does now, now has a status of truma l'chumra. It's not bato because it's min b'minoi. You need 101 times that amount. So the Ramah says, so when it comes to our fresh chal, it's the same halacha. So if a little bit of your dough got mixed into chalent or something else, now it's all mixed together. So it's min b'she'enamitai, as long as I have bittel b'shishim, 60 times the amount, I could eat it. However, if the dough was mixed into other dough which has the same taste, I need kuf alaf 101 times that amount. So let's say, let's go back to the story, the classic Shiloh. The woman is making challah for Shabbos, and this happened. So... If the Rav is a good mathematician, depending on the bowl that she uses for Hafrash's challah, you could think about measuring how, what the volume of the contents of your dough versus the contents of the Hafrash's challah that you did. There will be another reason for people to make sure they, they do a kazayas and not uh, ten kazayasim of Hafrash's challah, because just in case this happens, it'll be, it'll be, uh, you will increase the likelihood of having bittel of 101 to 1. So you have Let's go back to our case. A woman, the dough got inadvertently mixed back in. According to the Shulchan Arach, it's bought to arrive, no problem. According to the Ramah, by Chalas Chutzlaretz, even by Chalas Chutzlaretz, you would still have to have 101 times that amount. What's the Makar? What's the source of this discussion? So the, in reality, it's a Mishnah. The Mishnah, the end of when it describes the different areas, the different parts of Eretz Yisrael, which we spent some time discussing, at some point they would do shtei They would give two chalas. One of them would be burnt, and the second one was, would be given to a kayin who's tar. On that Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi, uh, Rabbi Yossi says, But the point is it could be eaten with a zar on a shulchan. That means... You could take this hafrashas chala that you gave to the kayin. The kayin has a slider bun made out of hafrashas chala. He can eat it together with his friend on the same table. And we are not concerned it's going to get mixed into his other food. Now, typically, there, there would be some concern, as the Rishonim point out, since it's batal b'rayv, as the Gemara in Bechayrus tells us, that chalas chutzlaretz is batal b'rayv, we are not concerned for this. So based on this, the Shulchan Aruch says, there's no problem. However, the Ramah, this is found in the Shach and other Paiskim as well, the Ramah argues and says that Mishnah is talking about when they used to give two chalas. One that would be the real hafrashas chal that would be burnt. The second one was there so that we don't forget Tyrus chala. But it's not the real hafrasha. And therefore, that's when we can have all these kulas of Vitul Baraiv. But today, we only give one chala. That chala has the real status of. And therefore, it's not Batu Baraiv. You need to have Kuf Aleph against it. That is essentially the Machlaikus between the Machaber and the Ramah. So, how do we paskin? So, we're going to see the Taz has a very interesting Shita in the subsequent uh, Shiurim. He 
feels that we should go with the Shulchan Aruch here and hold that it's Batab Rev. We'll see why he says that. The Shach goes with the Ramah on the other side and says, no, it's not Batab Rev. You need to have Kuf Aleph. And if you look, there are other Paiskin. There's the Aruch HaShulchan and the Gura seem to go with the Shulchan Aruch here that it's Batab Rev. So the question is, how do we really pass? And when you have many Achroinim, Aruch HaShulchan, Chalkas Yaakov, I'm sorry, the Mishkanis Yaakov, the, uh, the Gra, but yet the Gedorle Ashkenaz, the Ramah, the Shach, and the Chach Masadam seem to be Machmer, and that is really how most Rabbanim, unless they have a different Messiah, most Rabbanim in the Ashkenazi world will say, you need to have 101 times that amount. So what do you do in that case? You don't have Bittal, you have to throw out the Chawa, so we'll talk about it next year, what we do. Another interesting sheet here is that the the Nadi Behuda on the side of the Shochanar, the Dagam Ravava, he says, let's say you already had a mixture and you have more dough, add more dough to it, and be mavakal it because Bittel Islechatchila on a Dirabanan is a machlekes on its own. Here it's another machlekes. So add more dough. So that would be an option. According to the Nadi Behuda, if you have more dough, you're making a lot of pizza, you're making a lot of challahs, add more dough to it to make sure it's bottle 101 to 1. The Ayavitz quotes from his father, the Chacham Tzvi. We actually had this in the Daf a few months ago, the end of Masech Yuma. So there, the, the Gemara talks about, let's say someone on Yom Kippur needs to eat. So the Gemara there goes through with the classic sugi of hakal hakal tchila. You want to do the least amount of averis as possible. So the Gemara asks, which one's worse? Tevel, food that was not yet, that hafrosh's that, that truma maizer wasn't done with yet, tevel, or eating truma. And the Gemara gives an example where the, the fellow had to eat for example, 100 units of, a, of an item. The doctor said, you have to eat this entire package. You have 100 units. I have to give two as truma. If I give two as truma, I'm going to be stuck because I only have 98. So what should I do? Should I eat it as tevel, all 100? Or should I give two as truma and eat the truma and the other 98? That was the Gemara's dilemma. So he, the Chacham Tzvi asks, I have a great idea. Separate truma, take these two units as truma, put it back into the mixture. Midaraisa, it's midbamino, it's batabarive. It's only mid asr midarabanan. So it's better to violate the rabbanon than to violate the raisa. Why doesn't the Gemara give us this option? So there are many answers, but the way the Khachansi understands it is that if the same dough gets mixed into its original big chawa flat uh, uh, the, the big unit of dough, you have been mavatal your chawa. You just, whatever you did, you did have frushas, truma. So let's eat the truma in this case. So on Yom Kippur, he takes two units. This is my, I raised that truma, this is my truma. But he puts it back into the mixture. You have just negated what you've done. So the Yaivet says, when a woman takes hafrushas chala, and subsequently it gets put back into the dough, so forget about bittul, forget about, uh, it's nullified. She did not separate chala. Chala has to be separated. You separated it, but it went back in. So there's no chala. In, there was no real challah here, so it stays tevel, and the rabbi could tell her, no big deal. Start again. Do another hafashas challah. That is the sheet of the yavitz. The, ha- the cham soifer says, perhaps one could rely on it. Many uh, poiskim argue, but there are those poiskim, especially b'shas Chak, maybe last year with COVID, it would be difficult to get a bezdin, as we're going to see next year. I'm giving away the bezdin component, that perhaps you could rely on this concept of if it was mixed back in it goes back, it reverts back to Tevel. So do another Rav Rasha. And 
if that if we don't rely on that, at least you have the Shulchan Aruch holds the Batabur right anyways, you have the Aruch Shulchan. So that might be an Eitzah to, to rely on these, uh, on these opinions. Lamaisa, your classic Rav in the Ashkenazi circles, in Chutz Laaretz and in Eretz Yisrael as well, will tell you we don't rely on all this Lamdus mixing back in, Bittal, we don't go with this. We postulate the Ramah. The Ramah says it needs to have 101 times that amount. And if you do not have Bittal, then the entire uh, loaf of bread has now become truma. It has now become challah, and you're stuck. You cannot consume this because you are a Yisrael. So what do you do? Maybe you give it to a kain who's tar, but what do you do? So the Ramah says, what we do is we do ataras nadarim. You get a bezdin, you do ataras nadarim. The woman has to say a few words. We'll talk about it next year. And hapesha asar, hapesha hit. You're the one that made it challah. Take back what you've said. Now you start again from scratch. I have regular dough here, tavel dough, and do a new hafashas challah. So we'll talk about the mechanics of this hataras nadarim. We'll discuss some of the halachas in the hataras nadarim. And we'll get into the world of this sugya, which is relevant in a few weeks, uh, in two weeks. Rosh Hashanah is coming up. Hataras nadarim, Erev Rosh Hashanah. How that works, what's going on there, what type of bezin do you need? Samir Tashem, to be continued.